Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hashtag no music, no intro. A June 1st episode of the Hashtag Sings for the Podcast coming at you. And we got quite a few things to talk about in this episode. We're going to kind of dive into uh ota observations for week two otas wrap up i believe they wrap up tomorrow um and then there's another another little period of otas and then there's a a, like a mandatory mini camp like mid-june and then it's nothing bro like it's from like mid-june to training camp there's just cricket um so we're going to talk about OTAs. Uh, Saints signed uh, Jesse James, tight end. They signed fullback, kind of getting that. Uh, got quite a bit to talk about on this show, and we wanted to follow up with you know what we spoke about and what we talked about last Friday. Um, happy Pride Month to everyone. Um, but I kind of want to start where we ended the last show. Um, being that the last show did kind of go long and not everyone listens to a whole podcast all the way through, uh, I, I don't want it. I didn't want it to be buried of, you know, what Ryan and I have, you know, have been able to accomplish, uh, this season in our podcast slash our business being actual like season ticket holders for this upcoming season for the saints. Uh, 2023 2024 football season um every can't tell if that was a firework or a gun outside hey, wow. I, ducked it, I ducked in my house nigga. <laughs> i don't even live the hood like that <laughs> um anyway looking outside the window like 
Um, oh, fireworks. Good to know. Don't know why fireworks are popping off at on on June first for whatever reason, but <laughs> I know I know if there's any war veterans in this apartment complex or or, or animals. They anyway. Sorry, 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 folks. This is this is what happens in a lot of fucking podcasts. Um, you know the fact that we are season, season ticket holders. The fact that this upcoming season we will raffle off a. <laughs> Tell me why my cat came up here. It was like, uh, uh, dad, what the fuck going on out there, bro? <laughs> like, my cat, the, my cat do the same thing, bro. He just walked, he just walked in like, uh, you gonna do something about this? Um, the fact that we're going to raffle off a, a season, a, a, a ticket to each home game this upcoming season. Um, I, you know, I didn't want that to get, to get lost. Um, but at the end of the day, last week's episode, like that wasn't that wasn't the goal. But that that's a big thing, and you know, Ryan and I had to kind of, you know, come together and figure out exactly what what we want or what the criteria is going to be to you know for each week for someone to be you know for someone to enter the raffle. But uh, I wanted to lead with that because for us. You know that is a big accomplishment, and yeah. like I said, like I said last week, man, I'm I, I'm not say, I'm not saying that we are the only podcast or whatever type of entity entity like this that is able to say that they're able to do that for their listeners. But I can probably confidently say that it, I know if we're not the only ones, I know that there's not a a huge number of podcasts that that do this for for the for our listeners so um like we the tickets are all all loaded up including preseason games um so it's something that we are definitely looking forward uh to to do for all our listeners and and just you know the token of just saying thank you as a way to expand getting more listeners getting more views getting more patreons all that um so definitely wanted to to kind of put that in, uh, on the forefront and then i'm gonna turn it to you because obviously after the whole john gruton thing happened we spoke about it last week and, and what have you um there was it was addressed it was kind of it was mentioned during one of the dennis allen pressers after ota practice shout out to our girl uh Catherine Terrell who's been on the podcast uh multiple times at least two times off the top of my head who asked the question of of kind of you know if if, there, if there's anyone in the Saints media that's going to ask like a hard hitting question cash a person yeah cat got you um what were your your thoughts to to Dennis Allen's response and kind of like this overall and like the articles that were that kind of came out and like he was like helping like with the actual like offense like like that make your side like not not from the standpoint of he shouldn't have been in the building at all um but just like kind of like what, what huh Is, are you did it confuse you a little bit like i i want to know what what you thought about it well, my first thought was like, "What is what's going on here? Like, is is was he brought in to actually like pick his brain, help with the offense, help with the install with Derek Carr, or uh, you know, was this uh like Greg Rosenthal? He theorized that it was just a solid 
like John Gruden trying to dip his toe back into the league, you know, maybe made a contact, maybe through Sean Payton, like, hey, you know, uh, can I, can I, you know, can I come, come, come visit, make a little visit? I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know if that's true or not because it was kind of done in secret. I don't know who leaked it out. Like it was leaked. If it was purposely leaked by the team or if it was leaked by, you know, just a source to Jeff Duncan, there's so many things like a a real good, like investigative reporter, like as much as like Mike Florio gets on my nerves, like I would love like a Saints Mike Florio to like really just be up at at 2 a.m. drinking coffee, like, Trying to figure out what's going on here, because Mike will dig, bro. Like he Mike he gonna, annoying the shit, but Mike gonna dig. Mike gonna dig, bro. But it's like I don't know, man. And then you know, Da's response is just like, oh, you know, this is about football, blah blah blah. I mean, it was the expected response you get from him. Um, but you know, like for me, I just want to like, I I wouldn't expect it from him, but I would like you know the head coach to be like, look. You know, look, this was about football. We're trying to help our team. But look, I understand that, you know, at least have some semblance of understanding of why some, which they are. Like, we've been contacted. You've been contacted. I've been contacted by plenty of people that didn't feel comfortable about that. You know what I'm saying? That didn't like that. Saints yeah. fans, people that love the Saints, they love rooting for the Saints, that didn't feel comfortable about, about that. I would have liked to see a head coach, a leader of the team, at least acknowledge it. You know what I'm saying? Like right. We know, we know you don't give a shit. We know. Like, we know you don't care. But at least acknowledge that. That's just that's just my thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just a, but just don't act like, oh, this is about football. Like, hey, man, man. like come on. And it's, and it's, and I said it last week, man, is they're in this weird, this weird juxtaposition where it's like, oh, okay, we, we don't care because we're going to do whatever we want to anyway, right? And let, let's, Let's be honest and fair about this situation, right? That has really been the mentality of the Saints since Sean Payton became the head coach, right? No question. No question. Right. It was a very, we're going to do things our way. Love us or hate us, but this is how we're going to run shit. And winning, and this is sports in general, right? Winning cures a lot of shit, right? So, the arrogance and the bravado and like we're going to do whatever we do about the, the the salary cap and have you know critics you know wondering how we're able to pull off the stuff that we pull off that that was in place and became implemented as part of the Saints DNA largely because of Sean Payton um and kind of just his personality right and so now that he's gone and he's left that still kind of mentality of okay, we're still going to do what we want to do, even though it morally may not be the the a good thing. Even though we may be alienating um, parts of our fan base last last season, last off season with Deshaun Watson, this season with any one of the LGBTQI community um, by bringing in John Gruden. Uh, however, again. It's it's about winning, right? To me, the this show that Dennis Allen and the Saints organization as a whole feel so much pressure to win this year. I'm not saying this in terms of a justification of it being right because it's still 
Like we're it's June first, bro. Like it's it's Pride Month. Like how you how you gonna do that? <laughs> like weeks before Pride Month, right? Like, I just sorry. I'm not I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna. Go, I did it last week. I'm not gonna go on a tangent. It's just so bothersome. I'm just just so like ah, I don't know, bro. Like it's just like and it and it and it's not even for me. It's not even the standpoint of um. For them, like I don't even think they even it. It was not a thought of the in their mind when they made that call or they reached out to them, and that's right. part of the problem. Um, but the pressure on the team as a whole is at some high levels, man. And when I say that, you know, sometimes on the podcast, we'll throw a little nugget out here and there. Um, you know, if you listen hard enough, but I think the Hunter Renfro potential trade or whatever, or if there, you know, if a trade does happen, I do get a sense that that is maybe the mm, momentum behind that, maybe picking up, you know, over the next couple of days, it is June 1st. So there's, you know, now's the time you can, you know, players can be cut and they have that June 1st relief and teams get cap relief. Same thing with trades. So I do think that that Hunter Renfro thing that kind of everyone's kind of talking about quietly and what have you, I think that's a, that's a legit possibility within maybe the next couple of days. Um, the, the, we briefly touched on the new Hopkins thing last episode and kind of just in passing, but I, I don't, I don't want to put a percentage on it, but I, I will say that if there's a way where, Buffalo and Kansas City cannot figure out a cap gymnastics move to be able to afford New Hopkins. I don't think it's completely outlandish to say that the Saints would be interested in him. And I think that that interest may be potentially reciprocated, right? So to me as a fan, potential moves or things like that signify we got to fucking win now, like right. now. Well, like we can sell our soul and they were willing to do it last season with Deshaun Watson. Um, and, and we were willing to have that stank on us and able to, and able to do that. And that, that, that becomes a whole different topic and situation of, of it in entirety, but it, they need and have to win this season. If they don't pull, there's going to be a lot of fucking questions and there has to be some type of answers and some type of changes made in the organization. I mean, cause honestly, bro, like they couldn't ask for things to go their way anymore. You look at the schedule. I mean, look, it's hard to predict the schedule, but just on paper, hashtag on paper, they have an easy schedule. They're not facing the many top ten quarterbacks, bro. That schedule is cake, bro. <laughs> like, like I, I, we we went through the schedule breakdown, and I was like, these these niggas got to win like ten or eleven games, bro. Like that shit, got to, cake, got to, cake, bro, got to. But then you just think about where they're coming from from last year, just offensively. I mean, you could only go up, right? You got to, bro. You got to, bro. So if it's like still stale with Derek Carr, with the added weapons, with Olave in the second year, Raheem Shahid in the second year, you know, say, for instance, say they get Michael Thomas back healthy. 
if it's still like mid to mediocre to bad, heads gotta roll. Like heads have to roll. That has to come down from the top. So I know they they have to feel that pressure, and they put the pressure on themselves. I don't know if they were sent. There were like a message, like an implicit message was sent to them, like you gotta make it happen, or if they're kind of putting the pressure on themselves, like hey, we gotta make it happen. But it, it it's pressure, bro. It's pressure, and like it's lined up for them, man. Like it is lined up for them to like to succeed. But I mean, we'll see, bro. I keep I keep coming back to coaching. I'll be looking at the roster, coaching, bro. I'll be like. Man, but can they, can they coach these dudes? Can they, can they coach though? Can they coach though? <laughs> Pete, man, like man, all eyes on Pete Carmichael. I know we talk about DA. Oh, this nigga's about to. I mean, I know Tupac getting his his Hollywood started. I thought this nigga was bre- breaking out some Tupac on the pod. Oh man, Pete, Pete is about Pete Carmichael, bro. Like, what can you do? So here, here's my here's my offensive philosophy question for you because it some of it 100 percent is on pete right we were talking about this or y'all were talking i I was busy as shit as work today but i kind of saw some of the conversation you know y'all were kind of bringing up in our in the discord again today of how out like astonishing the lack of motion um was utilized last season so even if you even if you had the mandate from the head coach to have a kind of semi-conservative offense like you can have a semi-conservative offense and still be creative or, tr- or try to like scheme some shit open bro like right um exactly. but i guess like, sean Payton had a conservative offense in 2006 with the saints like it was a conservative yes. kind of milk toast offense but it was a good offense yes um 2021 with Jameis started you know, very yes, it was very yep. you know just kind of triple down offense, but you still had that creativity there. So it's like it's not saying that you have to kind of have all these trick, freaky plays and all this stuff, but man, you got to bring something in, in today's NFL. Something you bro. got to bring something to the you, you see what you see what Ben Johnson doing. You see what Andy Reid doing. You see what right. Nick Nick Serrani doing in Philadelphia. Doug Peterson <clears throat> Zoom interview doing in. In Jacksonville, bro. Like, do you like? Did you watch the game that they played against the Chargers on that fourth down play that they called man. to it? Oh man, <laughs> something, bro. You, you got to bring something to the table. Um, but I guess the question I was I was going to ask it, it goes back to: Is it on? How much is on Pete Carmichael in terms of just better play calling or more creative things like motion, etc. And how much is on DA for potentially wanting, telling the offensive coordinator, this is the game plan I want to run, kind of stick to it, don't take too many chances, blah, blah, blah. I, I guess that my, my, my bigger question is, is at what point, and I kind of lean more to DA, like at this point, you got Derek Carr. He has like, well, the advanced metrics or next gen stats. He, he was a top 10 deep passer in the league last season. You gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta, gotta spread those legs open a little bit, bro. You gotta, gotta, gotta spread them, bro. You gotta open it up. Spread them open, man. And it's like, I mean, you know, that goes back to trying to figure out how organization runs and all that. I don't know, but it's like, 
if 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 DA is not giving that directive, like Pete, he got to force the issue. He got. But that's like, man, you, like, bro. You know, you know, Pete ain't forcing shit, you know, bro. Like, that, yeah. And, uh, and on the on the flip side, like DA, he has to push Pete. You know what I'm saying? Like he has to push Pete to, like, man, we need some offense, bro. Like, ain't no way, cause like DA, you can't be that dumb to go and look at last year's. Uh, you know, analytics, offensive analytics, and they like, that they didn't retain their analytics guy. I wanted to get that in which, before yeah, I forgot it. He, he gone. He gone. <laughs> Man, you said the Discord. He was probably bored as shit, bro. <laughs> bro, I, I write reports for a living, bro. Like, like one of the annoyances in my job is like I could come up with these like super fire reports, you know, with predictive analysis and stuff like that. But people don't want them. Like the the departments, they're like, look, just give me my Excel spreadsheet, you know, that I've been getting for twenty years. Right. That's all I want. And that's so, just how it is. You know. Okay, I'm gonna make an analogy for you, and maybe you've never encountered this with Bree, but when I tell you it's legitimately in a, in a relationship, it is legitimately one of my pet peeves. Like my one of my biggest pet peeves is if your partner ask you your opinion on something, right? It could be which which outfit you think looks best, like which pair of shoes, whatever it is, right? And you go, you know what, babe? You know, I think I think you should do, go, go with that one. I think this one looks good or whatever. And they do the absolute exact opposite of what you suggested. I think, I think every man has been through this for his lifetime. And it's like, <laughs> then why the fuck? Are you asking what I think? That's how. I, that's how I'm pretty sure the analytics guy was. Right? He had the numbers. He, you know, DA like he, you know, DA is asking him the headset. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, whatever. I don't even know what the fuck his name is. Hey, should, should we go for it? It's fourth down. Fourth is close. Like, but do you think you go for it? And like he pulls up the analytics. And he's like, Yeah, coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dennis, go for it. Go for it. We yeah. The, the analytics is this, and he. <laughs> And then he sees the fucking butt team tra- Bro, that was his life 18 weeks, 17 weeks last season. Being <laughs> yeah, like, man, I'm gonna go with my gut on this one, bro. <laughs> and, and that's coming from two people who are not super like go for it on fourth down. Like the whole the Brandon State the shit Brandon Staley does is just idiotic, bro. Like it's right. it's just dumb. But like <laughs> anyway, we got we talk, anyway, sorry. I just wanted to get that little note in because I know it was reported this week, but anyhow, sorry. But like to your point, going back to Pete and, and, and DA and and everything. Yeah, but it's just like, you know, we don't know where it's coming from. But like from it, it you know, it, the buck stops with DA. He could he needs to push Pete to like get this offense running, bro. Like get this offense running to the point where it needs to run. This Pete Carmichael been a Offensive coordinator longer than defense than than DA been a defensive coordinator. You know what I'm saying, like Pete is stamped. You've been running with the big dogs for a long time, bro. So it's like, what's the issue here? You know, and is I, it in him I, or not? It, it at this point, besides, and I think this I think this is a big one, right? Besides offensive line and the health of the offensive line, the Saints organization organization as a whole front office has given the offense every reason 
for them to be successful this upcoming season. Right. You got Which is all a, you got a top 15 to 16. Maybe he goes on a heater from time to time and he gets like top 11 to 12-ish quarterback in the league. You have two very, very young, um, explosive rot receivers. You may have maybe 60, 70, 80% of Michael Thomas for the season. Um, you have Dwan Johnson brought back. You have, um, uh, Fa- uh, always, why, why do I always want to say Fabian Monroe? That was a player in the NFL. I'm not tripping. Um, Foster Monroe, assuming his, his cancer stays not bad. I don't, I don't want to talk about that. Anyway, <laughs> you got Taysom on offense who we don't really know who, what Taysom He's is in this. Right? In this offense, they just signed Jesse James, who is like a solid tight end three or four. Um, AK, you got Jamal, you got Jamal Williams. Like, it is set up for this offense. An interesting conversation would be, and it's, and it's really hard to do because the Saints offenses at their peak always just had Drew and Drew and the quarterback is such a, right. like, head and shoulders above like kind of end all be all. But if we just really thought for like the, from 2006 to now of where this Saints team ranked talent wise, I'd be very interested to see, to see where we, where we rank them just, just based strictly on talent office defense. I would, I would be right. It's an interesting question. It's an interesting question. Like offense, offense has to produce, and if not, some, something something got changed. Like I don't know if you gotta send Pete on on asylum and let Ronald Curry get in there and call some plays. Let, let Curry cook a little bit. Let's see what <laughs> you got, bro. I mean, something, you know, something. Um, let's and I just, like I want to go back to the whole Jesse Jesse James thing, right? Oh, oh, even let's go back to me kind of listing off all the players offensively. They have all that. They have like a depth, a depth guy in Brian Edwards. They are trying to maybe add Hunter Renfro or, or potentially might be able to get, and I, I don't know how feasible it is, but I think both parties are interested, potentially able to add new confidence to the offense. Like, and this is why the whole John Gruden thing like just annoyed the shit at me so much, Ryan. Because it's like you guys are doing so good, so good. <laughs> the Renfro thing would be great because uh, it would take so much pressure off the Mike Thomas situation. Oh, so much, bro. You know, I mean, he just just get healthy, bro. Do what you got to do to get healthy, and when you come back, we cooking, man. Like. Can, can we talk about what I mentioned earlier to you? Traquan Smith is not. <laughs> talk about it, Ryan. Talk about it. Let me say this again. Traquan Smith chose to skip voluntary OTAs. That tells me everything I need to know about a player. I don't need to know nothing else. And look, I know it's voluntary, and it is voluntary. And if he, had, he might have his better, better workouts to do, whatever. Well, you fight for your life, R. Kelly. Fight for my life, right now. <laughs> you you are in life. a wide receiver room that is crowded as 
fuck, bro. Like, like, and OTAs is where like the veterans can shine. Like, you've been in the system for a long time. You come in there and just shine and look better than everybody. You know, you know the playbook. You know where to line up. Although, you right. know, maybe Traquan, maybe Traquan still don't know what, how to line up, bro. Maybe yeah, still lifting maybe, his you know, you know, lifting I, his leg. I, I think about that. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, but like, bro, come on now, bro. Like that just tells me like, like you, you really ain't, you ain't there. You ain't there <laughs> oh, oh I, was, I was about to say you ain't, you ain't, you ain't about shit. That's what I was. <laughs> nigga ain't about shit, Ryan. Like, get, get him out of my. Get him. Get him off the team, bro. Please, please. And you know, it would not shock me in the least if he doesn't make like even if he like doesn't get cut, man. You know, you know, Sean Payton might throw us a six or seven for, for the Trey Con ass, bro. Yeah, I take, take a twenty twenty five six. You know, you but you you said it perfectly, man. It, it just shows so. You know, I don't, I don't want to make it be like, oh, if you don't show up like it. But it, it shows something, bro. Like, it does show something. Um, so let's get let's get into OTAs. Uh, it's, you know, they're, they're winding down. Like, week two is almost over in terms of OTAs. What, you know, obviously, again, Ryan and I are not credentialed. You're probably not going to be credentialed anytime soon or ever. So... We can only essentially kind of talk about what other people have have put in their observations, whether that's a, a John Hendricks. That's you know that's who I usually are reading my observations through. Um, sometimes I know Ryan. Sometimes we'll read observations through um, uh, New Orleans football. So from these recent OTAs from this week, anything that 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 caught your eye. Man, it was tough because like the Saints didn't give the media like a ton of uh right time to watch. Um, I guess what stood out some things that I just took note of. Who was there? Like like they did miss some guys, but for the most part, you know, you had Tyran Matthew there, you had um Marcus May, which was a change from last year. Um, you know, Cam Jordan there, like thirteenth year, just like he had every reason not to be there, but he's there. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Even with the young guys, um, the depth of the coaching staff, uh, how, you know, I mean, just looking, just seeing videos and clips of Derek Carr, it's like, okay, this is a, this is a veteran quarterback. It's like, I'm not, it's like just seeing him is like, okay, this, you know, the guy knows what he's doing. You know what I'm right. saying? And that's not saying that James didn't last year. He was a veteran too. But Carr has kind of a quality about him. But it's just like, okay, ah. He in a weird I, I don't want to make it he, he's not the next Drew Brees, but right. he does bring a sense of calm yeah. to the offense. Right. It's, the, it's, the, it's the best way I could probably um explain it. And you see the little clips or the little pictures of him. Talking with Chris Olave after the you know mm-hmm. some routes, or talking to Shahid, or talking to Jawan Johnson, it's like that's what you want to see. You want to see that loudness of a loud quarterback, you know, learning to direct the offense because this is the install. Like you talked to Da said, this is football one on one time, but it was off season. Like they just learning how to run base offense, base defense, and stuff like that. And just to see Derek Carr there. Doing that, performing, um, 
from what I've read, you know, he's, you know, targeting all his passes, a lot of short stuff and stuff like that. It's it's just good to have that going on, man. It's just like you feel like I know like from the national media standpoint, they're like, ah, Derek Carr, like Snooze Fest. They don't know what we've been through. Man, they they man, Derek Carr gets shit on around the league, bro. Oh, bro, they the, the national media just it just does not like him. And I you know, I get it to a certain extent because it's just like, eh, you know, he doesn't really have like any you know, there's not much pop to him. You know what I'm saying? Like I get it. But he, I mean, there is I don't know, man. I, it, and maybe maybe I've I've made way too many assumptions by watching like one half. Like so I watched yeah, I watched the first half that he played that the Raiders played against the Chargers week one after the Saints had signed him on, you know, NFL pass, game pass, whatever. Bro, I, w- I watched one one half of the Raiders offense and I was like, I'm good, bro. Like I I I we went through Trevor Simeon, Jameis, Taysom, Ian Book, um, Andy Dalton. Bro, like <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. I'm good, bro. I was good. <laughs> didn't like, didn't need ne- did not need to see any more, Ryan. I'm good, man. Like y'all understand. Like, oh, he's not he's not elite. Like, okay, okay, he's not. But man, like what I've seen the past two years, I've seen enough. I've seen enough, bro. The, the, the old enough. shot the old Sean Payton, bro. I've seen enough. Yeah. yeah. Just you know that that just it was just good to see that you know from training camp. It's good to see you know the health of players. Uh, you know, yeah. Um, Chris Olave healthy. He's got bigger. He's up to like 192 pounds now. Trying to be more physical. He, he needs it, man. He needs it. Raheem Shaheed. He's gained a little weight. Still smooth. He's I mean probably moving better than he was last year because he's coming off of ACL last year, which was nuts. Like he just came off Wait, of ACL. I- and just- did I forget that? Was he coming off ATL last year? Yeah, bro. Oh, shit. Like, that's he was, right. He was. He was on yeah. the shelf the whole training camp. Like, he was like, who is this guy? And he just came in making plays. So, like. Man, there's there's a, there's a, there's a lot of. There's, a, there's some, some OTA buzz about Shahid, brothers. A lot of buzz. He making plays, bro. Like, it's it's all on him. It'd be up, it'd be up to him how good he wants to be. Um, Like, it's not like a huge drop-off between. Crystal Lavi and Shahid. Oh, nigga putting hot yeah. takes on the podcast right now. It's not, it's not a huge drop off. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you know, maybe I, like Olave would catch more, but you might see Shahid on a highlight reel more, bro. You know what I, I'm saying? I think that's that's a fair a fair analogy. I think that's a fair analogy, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now and, the Saints, you got two these two guys, and potential my time is potential Renfro. You know, Javon Johnson. You know, then you got uh, Foster Monroe just back there chilling. Cancer just chilling. You heard <laughs> They call it benign. Cancer just benign, man. Yeah. <laughs> man said the only malignant thing he knows is about on the field, bro. <laughs> oh, and we going to, to the we go, we going to hell in a handbasket, nigga. Just, oh, just. Oh, I already know, bro. <laughs> I mean, you get to the running backs, bro. How many touch them, bro? Elvin uh, Kamara, bro, most slept on running back in the league right now. I, you know, I know you don't listen to like like national 
NFL podcast anymore. I listen to him, bro, and like people doing like top ten running back. El- 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 Camaro, no way. Like he doesn't even exist. Doesn't even exist, bro. And it's just, I mean, to to be like I said, like to be fair, like the last couple of seasons, bro, the play yeah. calling, the injuries, the bad offensive line, run blocking, like it's been it's been a, like, a, two a, touchdowns a, last year, like. <sighs> How, nigga? How? Oh, getting back, getting back to Pete. Getting back to offense. Pete. Can we, can we use this motherfucker in the passing game, I please? I can't remember the podcast. I don't know if it was around the league or danger. But one of the podcasts they was talking about uh, Christian McCaffrey, number one running back in the league. You know, because he got traded. He got traded to Shanahan, and he showed what he could really do. I was like, man. Like if you would have sent Kamara to transfer in, it would have been probably the same. Like out better, or right. you know, it would have been in that same area of production. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's what you got right there. The Saints use that. Not even that. using it, bro. <laughs> it's, it's driving me crazy, man. Bro, it's like yeah, it's man. like it's like you have you you were able to to you know get lucky and get 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 a like a real real like a real freak, bro. Just mm-hmm. real, just nasty. And you want to and you want to go home every night, and you just you just okay with missionary with the lights off? Like no, no, bro. Like bring out some some, some toys and some some get get ex- explore, bro. Like I need I need Pete to explore. Put the camera on, you know. Shit, you got that tri- got the tripod. You, shit, you you. Shit. Just I'm just saying, Ryan. Like it's criminal. It's criminal, bro. It's, it's, it's really criminal, and I'm to that point with my Saints fandom. Well, you know, like, okay, I'm kind of, you know, yeah, Super Bowl, blah, 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 whatever. I just want to see, like, the players I like succeed. And That's it, bro. Like, su- succeed, have some big play. Like, I-, I miss AK big plays. I miss them, bro. Miss them, man. Miss them. Um, miss two, two things I wanted to, I, I, that I noticed in kind of reading John Hendricks's observations. Well, actually, this was, this has been a trend in terms of the officer of the OTA's observations the last two weeks. And maybe we talked about it and I, and maybe I'm not remembering, but Peyton Turner in, in the base defense is can't, can't, can't be a starting defensive end, bro. But you got big creep out there. Big creep, baby. As <laughs> in base as starting yeah. DE, bro. Yeah. 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 I I I I get it. It's OTAs, but it's also not lost on me of how telling that is. Yeah. Absolutely. But we saw how the season ended. So Yep. It's just a continuance and it's up it's up to pay the same staff would love nothing but Peyton Turner to show up and force his way into being a starting defensive end. They would love it. He has to do it. It's up to him. Yeah. Um, he's not giving being given no more passes. None, bro. None at all, Ryan. Not a single one. And and I don't know. I don't want to read too much into it, but you know, John Hendricks did kind of have an observation that from time to time, you know, when they went to nickel, Alante Taylor went to the slot. slot. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Hmm. Come on. Come on. At this point, I am a component of get all your best 
coverage corners on the field. So yeah. I, I'm giving, I know, I know, don't back me, bro. Paulson Adebo had a down season. You know, I was told that it was really probably underreported of how injured he was last season. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it's, it's hard enough playing cornerback in, in the NFL period, as it is the hardest position in sports. And me and you agree with that. And no one could ever convince me otherwise, but playing that position and like having being hurt, like your, like your ankle is, is it like, man, man, nah, bro. So I'm giving him a mulligan for like for, for a sophomore season. So you know, if even if he could even get back to what he was his rookie season on game yeah. day, having him a healthy Lattimore, Alante Taylor, I don't I don't want to see Bradley Roby, bro. Don't want to see him. Don't need it. Don't need it. But having those three out there and, and just haven't fig- figured it out, and if it's one of those things where it becomes like a matchup thing, right? Like to me, if I was if I was a, if I was a DC or a defensive head coach, I am assigning my cornerbacks as long as i know that at least one of them or you know one or two of them can go into the slot you know interchangeably i'm doing it based off matchups bro that's like we've seen marshawn if he's if he's following or traveling with the right receiver if that receiver goes into the slot he 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 is he plays the slot right Right. we've seen it so I, I don't want to see, I know Brad, you know, the last report at the practice they were at, Bradley Roby wasn't at, at the OTA practice or in whatever. Give, I, I need those three to be my starting, the starting cornerbacks on the field. And they, and the only reason that shouldn't happen is unless one of them is injured. That simple, bro. Straight up. Straight up. And look, you know, um, Alante Taylor being in the slide, that's, you know, that's good coaching because he, you, you got to learn every spot. He needs to learn left, right, slot. Uh, probably needs to play a little safety. Like you got to learn all the spots. Um, we'll see where it ends up, but you know, ideally, you would want to see him being a perimeter cornerback that could potentially move around if he needs to. Yes. Um, and man, his swag, his swag is on hundred. He wearing the number one. I watched the interview he did in on on uh, New Orleans football. Dude is like super confident. Um, talked about how, you know, talked about how Marshawn Lattimore coaches him up a lot, bro. Like, which is good to hear. Like, yeah, it is. Lattimore is one of them dudes. You just, you know, you just kind of go with the flow, just chilling. Now, Lattimore, you say Lattimore coaches him up game day, be on text with him, film study, all that stuff. Um, and like his, like, a lot to tell his mind state, he wants to be like gold jacket, right? So I love it. Like I, I ain't saying you're gonna get it, but if you're thinking like that, that's what I want to hear. Like I want that type of confidence out of my quarterbacks, you know. And this was a day where Jabari Greer got inducted to the, you know, Saints Hall of Fame. Love to see it. Which, love to see it. And I was just watching this video, and it got me thinking because he talked about when he got signed, he was so apprehensive because of the history of Saints defensive backs because. Man, ain't that ain't that some shit, bro? Ain't that some shit? Like, cause the Saints, had, bro. Like, even when the Saints had good defenses, they had shitty. Oh boy, they never had great corners. No, bro. No, you used the right fucking adjective, bro. It was rough, rough, rough. rough. 
And, you know, Javon Greer was like, man, some people, these people told him, like, man, it's time for you to change. And he did. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. He laid the groundwork for like a new generation of, you know, Saints DBs. To be Man, he really good. did. And I and I said in the Discord, and I, and I stand by it, is that, you know, he signed um, the year they made their Super Bowl run, run and, and won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I said he that season he was a top three to top he five was, at worst cornerback in the league. And he you shut him down, bro. Like, like I want like it wasn't Darrell Reeves esque, but like it, it was like maybe a tier. Like he was erasing wide receiver ones completely from games. Ryan, it was yeah. insane how good he was that season. Insane. He missed a couple of games, got injured, but then he came back for the playoffs, Brian. You didn't hear a peep. Nothing. You you wouldn't even know he played because he was just taking this guy out and wasn't targeted. Uh, um, so. man, just made me reminisce a little bit, bro. Just 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 a little <laughs> little reminisce, like ah, oh, that was that was a fucking year. That was that shit was thirteen thirteen years ago, bro. 13, 13, years 14, ago. 13 14 years right. ago. Damn. Getting getting old, bro. Um, anything else, like? I want to go back to the whole Jesse James thing and just say like, that's such a, it's such a good, like little, like low key move. Like just, just depth and just, 
It's like, I've been a fan you, of him a long time. A long time, Brian? Like, you guys are doing so many on quote-unquote hashtag on paper good moves. Like, can y'all just, for one offseason, can y'all just just stay away from the fucking the, the, the tomfoolery? Just the, the just, just, stay, just stay away from it. Like, just stop. Please, bro. Just like, I forgot they got James Washington. I forgot. I was like, oh, yeah, they got... Bruh, you know what? Until you just said it, completely had left my mind. And that was one of my draft bays, bruh. Like, that's how... That's how deep the wide receiver room is. And, and, and Trey Quan, like, you know what? Like, man, no. I'm gonna chill at the house, man. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't think I will. <laughs> Pete wasn't there either. Like, ain't it just Pete, boy, if you don't get your ass spinning, boy? Pete, Pete said, "You know, Pete already peeing early, bro. You, he said, you already know what it is." <laughs> um, trying to just you know see anything else that that just may have you know may have kind of caught my eye or anything like that. Um, no, I mean that's that's it. It, it is. I, I one of the things that I'm gonna harp on this entire you know ramp up to training camp. And throughout throughout training camp is about I'm going to have a eye super focused on the offensive line and the health yeah. and where it's such yeah. to me it's such a such a huge thing huge, huge Trevor Penning I saw videos he's not doing much he's kind of standing back there he's not in the boot or nothing but he's just kind of standing back just watching man. Uh, so it, it's, I, I all eyes on him for training camp, man. Like where, where he is with his health. Is he able to maintain his health? How good is he? Is he good? Can he play? Can he start? We don't even know if he can start yet, bro. We don't, so bro. There's so many questions with him um, that we just we just won't know until like months from now. Um, what else? Jerry Evans, he's coaching with uh, Doug Rome. That's kind of cool. What else? Uh, Looking at some of these notes. Jake Henner. Every time I see him, he just looks good, man. Like, I know, like, we're going to clown them pictures forever, bro. Like, those pictures will forever Um, be... Immortalized, bro. Immortalized. But, man, brother, dude can play, man. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I... It's just we won't fight. Well, we'll see. Maybe in in uh, preseason, maybe that's Jake, Jake Hayner's season. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Jameis and Jake Hayner can really cook during the preseason, so that'll be interesting. Here, um, here's something I'll, I'll ask you, and I also want to – I think this is maybe the only person on Twitter that was blocked, unblocked, Reblocked, unblocked again, and got blocked a third time. in John Singler, bro, like I, I... but he he wrote the this this article or whatever, and it was like the absolute most clickbaity fucking title of an article. I <laughs> it's it's cold out here, man. Like, gotta get the clicks, baby, man. The... Bro, we put we produce content. Like, who you talking to? Get it, bro. I'm in the game too. <laughs> but like, it's, it's, 
essentially insinuated like there had been talks between the Saints. Right. Yeah. I'm like, come on, John. You could throw a question mark on there and be like, could Jameis be a trade <laughs> Question mark? Like that would have completely changed it. But he's like, because when you read it, you're like, okay, oh shit, something cooking. No, it's just complete, complete speculation. Come on, say, don't fall for the cheese, bro. Don't, don't fall for the cheese. You know if you know. R.I.P. Barry, but if he was still alive, bro, he would he would have copy pasted that shit. <laughs> word for word, title for title, bro. Rest in peace, my dude, Barry, bro. <laughs> Going to hell, bro. Just going straight, straight, straight to hell. Um, trying to think. If there's anything I, I will say. This kind of getting, getting back to the defense, and I don't know if it means anything um, in the grand scheme of things because it probably doesn't. Uh, but you know, they still they still do play. Uh, you know, Zach Bond at that. You know, that week or the no, yeah, it'll be like the the weak linebacker uh position sounds like he made a good a good play that led to like an interception with good coverage and can, 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 can these niggas figure out how to utilize this man's skill set like 20 percent of something bro i get it he and it's and the thing with zach bond bro is like I don't even get mad at him. No, I, I have I have no ill will in my body towards him because he's just not put into he's not put in a position that is suited for his fucking skill set. Like it's just, it, just like just, you tell you tell find this man a role for the guy. Find a role for this guy. That's not like that's not on special team. Like uh, getting getting back to the whole media thing. Can someone in the media ask? Do you understand when the back's off, Zach's off, Zach Bond this season? Like, like I, I, if it was me, if it was me. Yeah, hey, hey, hey Dennis, Um, I just wanted to, you know, Zach Bond, third-round pick. Uh, you guys transitioned into off-ball linebackers when he was drafted. Um, most of his time at Wisconsin, a, no, 80, 90% of the time, he was a, he was a pass rusher, rushed a passer, got after it. Doesn't seem like that transition for him's work for work for him as a as a pro. Um, is there anything that you guys may be able to do differently that can utilize his skill set to help the defense and maybe improve the pass rush? Hmm. 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 Lovely right. answer. I don't know. <laughs> that, that was just off the top, Ryan. Just, just, just boom. <laughs> just just uh. want to know. I want to know, bro. Like, bro, you know what? If they don't even want to ask it, if they listen to this podcast, can someone in the media just just clip that? Just clip it. Just clip it, bro. Just, just play it. <laughs> I just, I need to know because as 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 the the jokes are funny and you know the, the bonfire and and that's that's Joey's dude. Like, if he could if he could just bring a little a little pass rush to the offense or excuse me to the right. defense that obviously desperately can desperately needs a little pass rough rush emphasis um and hopefully it isn't super heavily reliant on rookies making an impact like that helps the defense and pass rush is going to be an issue this season hopefully hopefully not it may pleasantly surprise us but like for all intents and purposes like unless the rookies come out 
with their hair on fire, it might be an ongoing issue all season. This man can help, can at least try it. It might not work, but try it. And it's like we've seen him, like remember Bonfire? We've seen him, like when the, when the when the players in front of him and he's attacking downhill, he could be a really like a monster. So like do whatever you got to do defensively to get him, even if it's not pass rushing, like just lining up on the edge or whatever. But maybe some you know some stunts, some blitzes, some you know just some creativity, something. Use that. Ability, even if it's just on third down or something, man. Like, like just I, I would, I would have him in the game, and and I, it, it probably like defensively at some point it probably doesn't work because it is a, there's ways where the off the offense could take advantage of it. But from like from time to time, a couple of times a game, if it's a pass rush situation, I'm putting him on the field and I'm telling him. Your responsibility is to green dog blitz. Yeah. If if you see the running back leaves the formation, goes out on a pass on a on a pass route, you go and you go and sack that quarterback, bro. Just simple as that. Simple. Right. Like don't don't worry about the running back in coverage. I'll make sure a safety or another linebacker or a, a, a cornerback will cover him. You just go get him. What's that, bro? Like. <laughs> Or even like not to just stay on the Zach Bond thing, but even if he's like, like they did Hassan Reddick, the Eagles, use him as a fifth rusher. Because mm. what happens is either one he gets lined up against tight end, which you know, you know, is a winnable matchup. Two, they use all five offensive linemen, which you know you get a one on one matchup for your other guys. You get a one on one matchup for Cam No Jordan. And your defensive tackle or whoever, like it's a win. Like, I mean, obviously you can't do that every snap, but correct. You know, third and eight, you could do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could do that and see what happens, man. Like, I just I gotta see some more, bro. Like, you got you got you can't tell me you can't come up with nothing for this dude. But but other than that, like, it's it's hard to like pull defensive, um, like some defensive thoughts from the. OTAs because they're not hitting. Right. Yes. Not doing very, thing. very simplistic. Yeah. Very simplistic. Um, it it was. It, it, I guess I've heard some good things about the rookie. Uh, what's his name? Howden. Like, oh, Jordan Howden. Jordan Howden. Yeah, it's kind of forgotten kid. Have heard good things about him. Um, so look, he's there. He's performing. Uh, we'll see where that ends up for him. Um, it's good to see. Uh, Isaiah Foskey. Just looking at him, he just looks like, like bro, like you'd have told me like he was like already in the league. I thought so because he just looked like a, like a veteran just there. Yeah, he looked like he just he just looks like he belongs, bro. Look, looking like he belongs, man. And um, Brian Breezy. I mean, look, we, until the pass come on, we don't know. But look, he's man, I'm just, I'm just glad that he's out there practicing, like showing right, that he's healthy. He's healthy. He's moving around. Look like he's ready to go. Like I can't wait for the training camp when the pads come on to see, you know, what kind of damage he could do, man. Because like, this is probably the healthiest he's been in years, right? You know, so um, with a clear mind, you know, not going through all the things he's been through. So it's gonna be interesting to see how all that works, man. Just looking at the defense as a whole, when you look at all the people, I start to realize that, man, this is gonna be like a back to front defense, like 
it's going to oh absolutely second, it's going to start with the secondary kind of like the ravens were the last couple of years when they had a good secondary where it's going to start there they're going to mix it up they're going to run every coverage you can think of they're going to try to confuse quarterbacks and they're hoping that's going to help the defensive line rather than the defensive line helping the secondary right yes without question um you know, I, I agree with on on both those points in regards to Breesy, uh Foskey. Um, you know, even th- even thinking about it, you know, when I was we were kind of doing this little rundown for the offense and kind of going through each each offensive player that they had, and I, and I left him out because it just hasn't been on my you know my forefront, and that he's not currently healthy right now. When we went through the running backs, they got they got Keandre Miller, bro. Like, like just cooling. Just this offense got to produce, man. It got to produce. It got it got to produce. Um. So, as we wrap up, this is this is the last question. This is the last question I'll ask you. We're approaching an hour. Nice, good, long episode. Really enjoyed this one. Yeah. If the Saints can't, and I know we did our our predictions and in terms of the schedule. If the saints can add to, to kind of close this off season, a veteran pass rusher, not Frank Clark. And either Hunter Renfro or Nuke Hopkins. How many games should that Saints team win? So you had Nuke and so either Nuke or Renfro and a veteran pass rusher, not not Nuke and Renfro or so who, who's still out there as far as pass rusher? You got you got okay Frank Clark, um, Leonard um, Floyd. Yannick Ngakwe, Leonard Floyd, um, Clowney, Justin Houston. I think that's kind of where the where the batch is right now. Man, you had Clowney or Floyd or I would, I would, man, I would love Floyd. I like he he doesn't fit right. He doesn't fit their profile per se, but in terms of just like production and just being a good pass rusher, he, man, he has everything you want as a pass rusher. Just just in terms of what you would want to add to this defense, he checks right. all the boxes. And you had Renfro too. I, I'm not even gonna go to Nuke. Just Renfro. Man, like I mean, you talking about one of the more one of the more talented. If if everybody's healthy, I ain't gonna say everybody. Healthy. Say most of the starters are healthy. I mean, that's one of the more talented teams in the NFC, bro. It really is, so, bro. So like, if you can't if you can't win a, I ain't gonna say if you can't win eleven. If you can't win ten, like you should do ten easily. Yeah, man. But really, eleven, like really eleven, twelve. If we if we if, if we talking straight up with straight up with, with those with those additions, those additions, and obviously we got like you know health plays a factor, but so health plays a factor for you know Everybody across is. the board, and and I think again it goes back to offensive line. That team should win eleven or twelve games, bro. Like it really should. 
a, if you add a Renfro and a Leonard Floyd or and a Justin Houston, uh, that, that team, that Saints team, got to they got to win, bro. They have to win. It'll be it, by far the best defense Derek Carr ever played with. By far, hand, hand like not even close. Not even close. Even even without those additions, it's the best defense. Oh yeah, You're right. Exactly. But but yes, yeah, without question. Um, it's it's it'll be this month. I know it, it's gonna it's gonna be that dead period after a mandatory mini camp. But this could be a really interesting month, kind of just across the league in general. With it being June first, you know, I I wouldn't, you know, I, I expect. You know, we we expect like a player like um, Dalvin Cook to potentially be cut from the from the Vikings. Um, you know, there's going to be some free agency cuts or not free agency, sorry, veteran cuts around the league. Um, so there may be a player that becomes available, and, and it's rare that it's a player that's like, I was like, oh shit, was not expecting that, but it, it happens from time to time. We're like, oh shit. Um, but be interesting to keep a keep a lookout for things of 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 what's what's going to happen these next couple of weeks, but was good to get on here. Um, catch up, talk about saints news, uh, let you guys know what, you know, what we're doing in regards to the podcast, where the business going, where the podcast is going um, in terms of having season tickets that we're going to be raffling off each, you know, each week that there's a home game for this upcoming season. Uh, I-, I love it, man. I love it. You know, we have we have goals that we we we're, we want to hit, we want to get to. And just as a as a quick reminder, if you are a Patreon and you know maybe you haven't you know kind of put it like you know your Patreon, you kind of forgot about it. Just make sure you just go to Patreon from time to time. Just make sure you check your make sure that the most uh, updated payment card method or however you mm. you you is is all updated because it causes. It, it's finicky from from time to time when it goes to to pull um the first of the month so if everyone could update that or just check make sure your your information is updated that'd be great um you know we don't super 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 expect to get a lot of new patreons especially during what's considered the absolute dead season of of football kind of approaching until training camp but you know we are still going to be doing things throughout this this time um you know we have this huge same sort of podcast brunch in malibu next month in july kind of this big west coast meetup um obviously we're having our big podcast meetup in new orleans um in november for the bears game the the west coast meetup for the rams game we got 30 people coming um i mean that's a whole that's that's a starting offense and defense bro 20 like Whole whole section, just us ten. Each each row got ten of us deep, bruh. Deep. Houston. Oh, oh yep. We're gonna be out there. They got like, bro, like this Discord be part. I can't wait. I can't wait for the zooms this year, bro. It's actually, <laughs> it's actually an interesting season. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is, man. You no, know, regardless of what happens, like those first couple of weeks are gonna be so fascinating, man. So I can't wait. For the Zoom game day lives we do with everybody on there, just joking, laughing, and all the ridiculousness. Um, I, I'm looking forward to that, bro. Like, so if you're, in, if you're not a Patreon, you need to get on. There's no, 
a lot of patrons they have these scales you do five ten dollar plans twenty dollar plans with us dollar or more like you know what I'm saying if you want to pay a dollar you can join five dollars ten dollars whatever you feel your art tells you to do or whatever whatever you can afford whatever your budget is like right, right. like we, we, we get it yeah, yeah. Tr- trust us we, c- we get it we get it <laughs> so you know don't don't feel that if you even just one one dollar isn't isn't something because trust me it is and then yeah. like ryan just said even with that dollar you get access to the discord you get access to be able to um do all these meetups and things with us do the the, the zooms that we're going to do during the preseason during uh during the regular season it's 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 going to be fun it's going to be exciting uh we we really have big goals that not only are we hoping to accomplish that we feel confident that we're going to be able to reach and accomplish uh this season that and we're really excited about it so uh thank everyone for for listening again happy pride month for to to everybody uh we will be back next week i mean we will be back next week what we'll be talking about i don't know but we'll be back uh thank you for the support um as always we we wouldn't be able to do this without all the support that we get from all the listeners, all our Patreons, everyone who, um, who retweets, who repost on, uh, on TikTok, who, um, you know, likes and does, does that promotion for us on, on Instagram. Uh, and we're so proud of this community we built that because of this community, there are now other podcasts that are, you know, that are happening um spin-offs <laughs> it's, it's 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 beautiful to see man so thank y'all for the support as always we appreciate y'all we'll be back next week and with that we're out Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.